0: What's up? Welcome to the My Friends Are Cool podcast. My name is Alec, and I feel like I have some pretty cool friends in my life. And I want to share as many of them with the podcast world as I can. So each episode is going to have a different friend of mine on talking about the coolest thing in my life, themselves. So let's go ahead and get into this episode. What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of My Friends Are Cool, uh, where I... Um, get to interview different people in my life, and really just share them with the world. Um, And so this week is um, a week that was in the works. Um, I knew as soon as I met this guy that I would want to have him on uh, because he's just such a a dynamic person. Um, (laughs) And uh, I enjoy every conversation I have with him. Uh, He is uh, we won't. S- we'll say seasoned.
1: Seasoned is a good word. I like seasoned. seasoned. Uh,
0: and that voice you hear is uh, the great Shane Sisk. Shane, how you doing? Doing well. Doing well,
1: Alec. How about you?
0: I- I'm doing good. You know, it's been it's been a good Tuesday. Good. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Shane, I would love for you to just introduce yourself. Tell the people what you want them to know about you.
1: All right. Uh, I am. I am the the old guy on <laughs> our uh, student ministry staff. Uh, I've been here at Long Hollow for 12 years. Okay. Uh, I was uh, at a uh, First Baptist Dallas uh, for about 12 years. Nice. 12, 13 years before that. Um, I am a husband and a father, uh, and uh, doing student ministry and, and hanging out with students is, is probably me in a nutshell.
0: Yeah. Sweet, which is so true. I feel like every time, I'm like, hey, where's Shane? Like, ah, he's on school campus somewhere. Um, so. But uh, Shane, what's um, man? What do you what what do you what do you get to do for fun? Do you, do you do anything for for yourself right now? Because you are a dad of, three, right, now, of right three athletes. Now, so uh,
1: I would I think I I truly enjoy uh, watching my kids play sports. Cool. Uh, I've got three kids: a high schooler, a middle schooler, and an elementary school kids right. kid. And all three of them are playing sports right now, and so. Uh, I played, uh, college football, my wife played college basketball, and so, uh, we love, we love going and watching them play and cheering them on, so.
0: What's your favorite sport to watch?
1: Uh, goodness, um, I... That's tough. So
0: inevitably, you're about to pick the favorite kid. Well, well see,
1: that's so <laughs> you can't even start that because uh, <laughs> my kids think that uh, my youngest one, Crew, is our favorite, and um, there's there's a story that goes along with that, but. Um, See, now you're getting me in trouble because <laughs> I, I think I love wrestling. Crew wrestles. Okay. Uh, and I love watching wrestling. Wrestling was probably my favorite sport. Uh, I played football. Right. But uh, wrestling is just – there's something about two guys going out on a mat and one guy coming out the winner uh, right. that I loved. But, but yeah, you, you're probably going to get me in trouble with that question.
0: Okay. All right. So you don't, you don't have to answer. Did you wrestle when you were in high school? I did. Okay. I, I
1: wrestled through high school uh, and, like I said, loved it. Yeah. Um, but uh, when it came to picking a college, uh, I was being looked at for football, and right. so I went. I went that direction. I was gonna
0: say I could see where wrestling would pay off well as an offensive lineman. Um, you were O line, right? Yes. Were, okay, yeah, that's I what played, I thought. Played offense. Uh,
1: were you Were you a guard or a tackle? I was a guard. Okay. I was a guard. Uh, but yes, yeah, wrestling. Wrestling's so good for balance. Wrestling's so good for leverage, uh, and so yeah, that was. That was kind of that was very helpful uh and probably i'll be honest with you wrestling uh practices way tougher than any football practice i ever went to really yes oh yeah
0: okay well, that's good to know that's good to know um so uh so shane um we met obviously since you mentioned you're here at long hollow um so we met when i started coming around um and what, what, if you ever come to Long Hollow Student Building, and this is just a funny story that I want to share. Um, if you ever come to Long Hollow Student <laughs> Building, you'll walk in the front doors and there's a table. There's a big desk that uh, people are sitting at on Sundays and Wednesdays. And Shane is usually there because you know everybody. Um, and you're also, you're, you're that good mix of like, hey, welcome in. You're that nice warming presence. But if you're not supposed to be here, you are <laughs> the most terrifying. You'll be like, hey, what are you doing? um you know student the amount of students i've seen try to leave early and you're like hey where are you going and they nearly just go to the bathroom on themselves is hilarious cuz <laughs> they just don't they're like oh gosh he's going to get me um and so i say all that to say I just wanted to share this story because I think it's hilarious. Um, so you guys have heard, if you've been listening for a while, um, you know about Zach. Uh, you know you've heard him now twice uh, or three times if you listened to last week's episode. Um, and uh, so Zach, on his first <laughs> either Sunday or Wednesday coming around, I think it was his first was Sunday, Sunday morning. It was a Sunday. It was his first Sunday morning. I was in a high school room helping Grant with something. And Zach texts me and says, hey, I'm here. And I was like, all right, just come in the front door. And then 20 minutes later, Zach still has not (laughs) walked in. And so I call him like, bro, where did you go? He was like, I got kicked out.
1: (laughs) And I walk out to find out that Shane has kicked Zach out of the building. (laughs) in, In my defense, in my defense, what happened was, it, and I do, I sit at the front desk, I greet people, I, I try to figure out if they're man, if they need help or if they want, you know, to figure out where they're going. Right. Well, Zach came in and he said, he said, I'm looking for Alec. Well, I had just come out of the high school room and you were teaching a, a life group. Ah, uh, that's right. And so, and so I said, I said, Man, he's he's sitting at a life group. I said, You can you can go in there or you can just wait out here. Yeah. Well turn around, and he was gone. <laughs> And I was like, that guy just disappeared. I just, I just scared that guy away, and I didn't mean to.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, Zach, Zach can be a, a real timid <laughs> one. And now he's leading a life group. There you go. See? It all worked out. It all worked out great.
1: <laughs> maybe I'll circle. kick someone out that's coming to see
0: him. Hey, maybe so. Maybe so. Yeah. Um, so uh, Shane, you're not originally from Texas or Tennessee, right? Correct. You're from old the old handhandle state.
1: Yeah, down in, down in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, both my wife and I uh, grew up there. Uh, I did love... y'all meet down there? We did. We did. I actually transferred. Uh, schools in my senior year. Okay. Uh, and I went from a a large public school to a small private school in my senior year. Nice. Which is where she went. Gotcha. And, uh, I had this amazing, amazing senior year. Yeah. Uh, at Westminster Academy and, uh, and loved it and it was great, but we actually didn't even really start dating. Right. Uh, until, uh, well, we both went off to college. We stayed in contact. Uh, I moved out to Texas to go to seminary. Right. She moved out to Texas because she always wanted to live in Texas. Right. And the Lord kind of brought us back together there in Dallas. Nice. So it's That's awesome.
0: Um, so, man, talk about uh, just the craziness of your life at the public school. Just like because you sh- you've shared stories with us, and I just think it. I think you're very it, your story of doing the public and private school. Just I don't know that dynamic of going from a large public school to a small private
1: school. Just, I don't know. What, what was that like? Here, I, I tell you, Alec, here's what was crazy about that was, and, and I tell people all this time, and I'll t- I tell people this all the time, and I actually shared this when I was at the school. It was much easier for me to stand up for my faith uh-huh. in a big public school, really, than it was in a small private school. Why is um, that? I, I think, I, I think. At, at the public school, they respected what I stood for. They right. understood that I had convictions. They understood that I had beliefs. In the private school, I think so many of them had heard it all before. Right. I think so many of them have grown up around church or Christianity mm. that um, they were bored with it. Right. Uh, and, and really, that now that's that's actually a contradiction when you think about it. because yeah. It's impossible to get bored with a holy, uh, amazing God. Right. Um, but I think it was, it was. What happens a lot of times in church when kids grow up in church, yeah. they they get calloused, they they get complacent, yeah. and all of a sudden there's no fire within them. And so, um, so that transition was difficult because I, I went into it not thinking that. Right. I went into it thinking, man, I'm going to be surrounded by, um, you know, a bunch of Christian kids, and this and and it was very difficult. It was, you know, I, there was one night I'll never forget. I, I went to this party. And uh, and a bunch of guys that uh, I knew, I, I showed up at the beach, and they kind of grabbed their alcohol and started, you know, walking down to the other end of the uh, beach. And I just I caught up with them. I said, "Look, I said, I, fellas, I've never judged you. Yeah, I've never, I've never looked down on you. I said, but don't make me feel bad because I don't drink because yeah. I have standards. Yeah. And so, uh, so it was different. It was fun. Um, but like I said, I had that senior year probably was one of the greatest senior years anybody could have uh, right. our football team won state. Yeah. Um, I was, I was voted Mr. Westminster Academy. Hey. Uh, it was, I mean, there's just so many things. I met Kristen right. who I'm now married to. There was just so many things that, uh, were great about that year.
0: Yeah. So, um, this is a question that like, so personally
1: I've, and, and you and I, when we got lunch that first time,
0: I actually asked you a lot of questions about like being a dad, fatherhood, things like that. Um, just cause I was interested. And so this, Kind of goes along with that Um, you made a point that I've always kind of wrestled with um, just based on what I've seen working um, with students in uh, Memphis Jackson now here Um, so if a parent were to come to you and say okay we're at this crossroads where we could you know our public school system that we live at it, and I'm not talking about here specifically. I'm talking about anywhere. Um, our public school system that we're at is good. Uh, the the teachers are great. Um, ACT scores are high. All these things. It's a good public school system. But we kind of want to send our student to our child to a Christian school, K through twelve, a private Christian school, um, where you know chapel will be once a week, um, and they'll have Bible classes and all these things. What would you tell them? What, like, you know, what, what what advice would you give to a parent now that you have done both as a student and then you also have gotten to be in areas where there are good public schools, but also good yeah. private schools?
1: That man, that's a great question, and I, I've actually had that question uh, a few times while I've been out here, and I think. I, I think each situation is different. I yeah. think it depends on the private school. Gotcha. Uh, I think, like you said, it depends on the public school system. Um, I think there are a lot of there are a lot of great Christian schools out there who yeah. who very intentionally teach their curriculum based on the Word of God and and based on truth. And um, their chapels are very significant. Their chapels are are pointed at drawing people, students closer to Christ. I think there's other private schools that I've been to right. where um, it's been almost painful when you go to the chapel. Uh, I've gone to speak at chapels. I've gone to hear chapels. Um, and so I really think it has to do with the administration okay. uh, at the school a lot of time. I think, I think a lot of time. And I think it has to do with the student body. Yeah, uh, because here's the other thing: you can have the administration doing everything right, and, right, and and a, a group of students who are very complacent in their faith, and 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 until the Lord decides to move, right, you know that 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 school may still stay a complacent school, and so I, I think the best advice I can give them is to look closely into both schools and pray about it, and yeah. honestly, that's that's what I ended up doing with my dad and I and my mom is is we, we sat down and we, you know, I, I'll never forget because I couldn't figure out where if I wanted to stay at right. the school that senior year or if I wanted to transfer. My dad goes, all right, here's what I want you to do. Write out a list of pros and cons. And so I did. I wrote out this huge list of, man, if I stay here, then this is what I think. If I go there, then this is what I'll think. Yeah. And I'll never forget. And then my dad goes, all right. And so I finished that list and I go, all right, what do we do now with this? He goes, all right, throw that away. Mm. He goes, now we're just going to pray. Yeah, and, and and what he was saying was, look, you can measure it out all this stuff, right. but you need to seek what God wants first. Right. And so I think I think that's the that's the most important thing is is like I said, I had a great senior year. Uh, right. I don't regret leaving. Uh, I don't regret going to Westminster. It was it was phenomenal, uh, and I got to see God do some cool things uh, while I was there. So. Yeah. So that, I, that's the best advice I can give on that.
0: Yeah, no, that's super helpful. Thanks for sharing that. Um, so was it at Westminster? Was it Westminster or Westminster?
1: Westminster. I okay. always got this wrong when I would say it. So well, because
0: there's, there's a Westminster in Memphis. Uh,
1: well, there's also Westminster School down in Miami, which okay. also confuses things even more.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. I see, I see. Um, cool. So was it while there that you felt your call to ministry,
1: or was it like when when was that actually uh, this is kind of crazy i felt called into student ministry in 6th grade okay um I, I i don't know what it was i i had actually given my life to christ that summer yeah um and i just i remember coming into school and i, re- I was carrying my bible one day to school it was in 6th grade and i just remember going i want to i want to help people yeah. i want to help students yeah uh, and so i i went home and told my parents i told a few close friends um, but I never made that public until my senior year in high school. Right. Uh, that I was called that I felt called into student ministry. And gotcha. so um, I think that I don't think that happens all the time. Right. I think some people kind of grow into their calling. Uh, right. But but for me it was as clear as day. I was like, I want to do student ministry.
0: Gotcha. Cool. So why but why students specifically?
1: You know that's a great question. I, I I think just because my student ministry had such a huge impact on my life, yeah. I think um, because I loved even as even as a middle schooler and a high schooler, I loved helping people. I yeah. loved, I loved helping. You know, for some reason, and I don't know, I still don't know why students would come to me with issues or with problems. Yeah, and, and I just to me, I was like helping someone walk through something and pointing them to Christ just was amazing. Yeah. It was it, it, like it, it fed, like I got joy out of that. Yeah. Um, and so, so it, like I said, it was, it was, for me, it's never been a question. I've been doing student ministry for 25 plus years. Um, and, and that's never, I, I've, you know, and there've been times where I've gone, all right, God, am I supposed to be doing this? Now? Right. Right. But, but I, I, I love what I get to do. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Um, so, you've gone, you've done a lot, you know, I mean, what's the 21 years? Is that, that well, that's,
1: it's been 25, 25, so some years, um, uh, some people count, ministry differently. I, I count the time I've actually been at a, at a church full time. I've I've done some summer jobs and at churches and stuff. So, but it's, it's been a little over 25.
0: So what would you, uh, you know, the young whippersnappers in ministry or the ones that haven't, or even the old heads of ministry that are just, you know, like in the grind and in the trenches. Uh, you know, what's the biggest lesson you have learned in all of this time? Like, I, I don't I don't like that question. I, I want to <laughs> rephrase it. It's the same question. Okay. Just rephrase. What would you go back and tell Shane that just showed up in Fort Worth to go to Southwestern Theological Seminary um, and has no idea what's ahead of him? What would you tell him? Hey, if you will take this and learn this now, your life's going to be a whole lot easier.
1: Golly, that... <laughs> There's so many things that pop into my head. I, I think uh, one of the things, and I think you and I have talked about this before, is I I probably would have taken my education more seriously yeah. at seminary. While at seminary, uh, I probably would have taken, uh, I probably would have done MDiv right. and taken languages. Right. Um, that that's kind of a, a, a kind of nuts and bolts kind of thing. But I think one of the biggest things is uh, it truly is about relationships. Yeah. Um, we. We, we we try to make things black and white a lot of times and relationships aren't always black and white right um and, and to remember to to show the love of Christ to people and right. to show grace and mercy mm. uh the same grace and mercy that God's shown us um, is the biggest thing yeah. and but there's also the other side where we have to we have to speak truth we have mm. to we have to know truth so we can speak it and so right. it's that balance of Truth and love, um, but I, I think I think one of the reasons I love ministry so much is because it was about relationships. Yeah. But the older I get, yeah, um, the easier it is to get away from that. Mm. And, and um, I think a great example of that is it just even along those lines is when I first started First Dallas. Yeah. First Dallas had no business hiring me. Uh, I was young and stupid and and uh, they, they probably shouldn't have hired me. They shouldn't have trusted me with their students right but they did and in that time, I leaned into God because I was so scared of messing things up. I was so scared of doing something wrong. yeah um, but the the older I got, and the better I got at ministry, the the less I leaned into God and the more I did ministry on my own right uh, And in that, I, I found out how easy it is to try to do things of yourself for yeah. God, and it's amazing how much that fails.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, I personally have seen that. And, you know, I mean, the fact that you're here means you've been here through all that's gone on this year. Um, and so, um, you know, it's been it's been a wild ride to just see what happens when we truly um, – I, I don't want to say we because I haven't really been a part of the team, but for a couple months. Um, no, you're, you're part of the team. Oh Well, well thank you. <laughs> uh, but, you know, as a church, we, you know, truly let go and just let God, you know, take control. Um, I was actually telling someone the other day, I was like, I can't wait for prayer nights to start back up. And then Robbie was like, this Wednesday, prayer night. And I was like, okay, <laughs> all
1: right, cool, cool. I, I didn't want to go I'll, anyways. I'll watch it on YouTube. Right. I'll
0: watch it on YouTube. Yeah, and so um, – but uh, but yeah. So um, how was I mean? So I mean, obviously, COVID is not going anywhere. It's actually making a comeback and and everything. And so, being as relational as you are, man, how was COVID for you?
1: Uh, I'll be honest. I I don't realize. I didn't realize how much COVID impacted me because mm. uh, we would shut down as a church, and until I came back, yeah. I, that first Sunday we did a we did a. Kind of a run-through service with just staff and volunteers, and I walked into the room during worship, and I just started weeping. Yeah. Um. And, and and so I don't I don't know that I realized how much it impacted me, but let me say on the other hand, I had some amazing time with family. Yeah. Uh, I had some amazing time with some close friends who we kind of quarantined together, and and you know, and we would spend time together, and so. There's some things that were great about the lockdown and the yeah. quarantine, uh, as far as family-wise, it yeah. slowed us, it slowed my family down. Who goes nonstop? Yeah, um, we spent a lot of time together at the pool and and in the house playing games, um, but, uh, but 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 y- I walked away from that going I. I didn't realize how much I missed it until I came back into it and right. like like I said I, I just overwhelmed me yeah uh, and I just I stood in the back and I weeped for a little bit and I went I looked around I was like I hope no one saw me cry like that <laughs> right uh, and then and then I was just like thank you God thank yeah. you for for letting us get back going
0: yeah now I feel like that's kind of what a lot of people have said about COVID and just like you know taking that um, time off and really just taking a what seems to be a curse and you know just a blessing yeah. um and i know like i remember the first time that there was any form of like corporate worship when i was um out at a property and it was only like 50 was it 50 yeah 50 college students um no 30 i think i can't remember it doesn't matter 25 or 30 college students and then the staff we were all out um in the room and we're just watching a stream and i just remember like the the chills I got just from hearing yeah. corporate worship again Yep. of you know like oh we get to do this you know that was only a couple months after because yep. um, that was in May uh, so you know and that was two months after I couldn't because y'all were we were shut down through August
1: yes yeah it was it was it was a while yeah I, I I don't remember the exact dates but it was there was a good season there where my family was worshiping at home online and yeah and so being back in the room with people was was pretty cool yeah
0: for sure so um man what do you what do you take in like what do you what do you read or what are you reading what would you recommend or Um, watching or listening to music you you know or what coffee are you drinking i know you're (laughs) y'all let me tell you coffee shane is the biggest coffee head i have ever met we have connected so deeply on our love for coffee
1: Listen, hey, everybody who's listening, uh, Alec just lied to everybody. Uh, I, <laughs> I'll I, repent later. I, there is there is actually only the one coffee I drink, and that is Cuban coffee. Okay, uh, this and, carries. Cuban and I've coffee. never I've never been a coffee drinker, but uh, growing up in South Florida, yeah. uh, I think Cuban coffee has a memory connected it. To what is it. Cuban coffee for yeah, those that don't? know? It's really uh, espresso yeah. with a lot of sugar. It, <laughs> it is. <laughs> so it is a it'll ton it'll of jack sugar. it'll jack you up. Have you seen In the Heights yet?
0: I have not. Okay, uh, it's it's about the uh, I think Washington Heights oh, yeah. in New York, which is a large Hispanic community, and there's a big like not big, but I mean a whole two lines or three lines of a song uh, from the musical uh, committed to Cuban really? coffee. Hey. Um, and so I just didn't know if you'd seen it yet or not. But it's that makes a
1: comment of like
0: the sweeter and lighter it is, the better. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Definitely, it's it is like I said, and for me, it's not even about the taste as much as it is is the memory. Yeah, uh, I think when I was in middle school, we went on a field trip down mm. to Cayocho down in Miami. Yeah, and I, I I tried it for the first time. Still didn't like the taste. Right, but I think it just it, I think it's just connected to a memory.
0: No, I get that. I get that. So, but back to the actual question, which is, you know, what music or movie or book or documentary or whatever podcast would you recommend to our listeners?
1: Um, Kali there's there's a, there's a few things. I'm 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 very bad at finishing things. Same. Uh, and so I've got I've got multiple books that I'm reading right now. Um, and I, and I need to just start finishing some of them. But uh, just, a, just a few of the books I'm reading, uh, Practicing the Presence of God okay. by Brother Lawrence. Okay. Uh, it's a little, little book that's out of date, I'm pretty sure. Okay. But it is a phenomenal book on just um, doing your life Thinking about Jesus, okay. doing your life, thinking about about your relationship with Christ. Yeah, um, there's a book I'm about to start called "Chasing Failure" by Ryan Leak. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan came and spoke to our students at uh, Student Leadership University this uh, summer. Yeah, and uh, I just I, I can't wait to get in that book. Yeah, um, there's a book called "The King Years," which is a kind of a it's a smaller version of a biography of Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm excited about that. Uh, as far as podcasts go, I'm listening to um, Chasing Elephants, okay. uh, which is an SLU podcast. It's a leadership podcast. And uh, I've also just started listening to a Trillion Dollar Coach, okay. uh, which is a book. Um, and, and that's that one's pretty interesting. Gotcha. So, uh, and then as far as TV shows and stuff like that, it's uh, I like crime dramas. Gotcha. Uh, so Criminal Minds. Criminal, Criminal Minds. I love, I love. I love. I like all of them. Okay. I like. What's all the them. best one? There's only one answer. <laughs> uh, Criminal Minds, cri- but Criminal Minds got dark there for a little while. Well, yeah, but, it kind of had to. But I loved. But I loved just the the psychological thriller kind of right. stuff.
0: Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I would say it's got to either be Criminal Minds or NCIS. Yeah,
1: those those are those are two of my favorites. I I can I can watch Jethro Gibbs. Oh uh, yeah, all the time. But only only the early years. That's they, right. they, <laughs> they took they, a couple
0: characters left or died, and there there was when, a core when Ziva and Dinozo left. Yes, so it I was it, I was, it was tough. I, it. I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and do it. It's what, been out for a while. Is uh what's his name the other one um uh, uh, uh pro uh. Proby, P- Pro what What's his actual name? I just wouldn't bla- play. Ah, <laughs> is he still on the show? He is. He's okay. still on the show. Yeah. When when Ziva, Dinozo and Abby all left, I was like, "There's literally no
1: point." I'll, watching I'll be honest. I think I'm pretty sure my wife quit watching it then too. So yeah. Uh, so I she agrees.
0: I'll never forget. I found out that Dinozo was leaving, and it was like watch this finale uh, on CBS All Access or whatever, and that like came on like as I was scrolling through Facebook, as I was taking a steady break um as I was studying for my a and p my anatomy and physiology two (laughs) final uh which keep in mind I had to get like I needed a certain I needed a high score on the final to get the C that I needed to get an athletic training program so lots of pressure (laughs) to do really well on this test so naturally I took a two-hour break to watch the finale. Of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> leaving. You had to. I'm pretty sure the only reason, I ended up getting a B in that class, don't, it was Good. the grace of God, but I also think it was the fact that in um, this, kids and everyone that makes fun of people that are in fraternities and sororities, this is where it pays off, I found out that my a professor was an honorary member of the fraternity I was in, and his sons were in it, Good. so he knew like all our rituals there and secrets. There you go. So I conveniently went and like, Went through each test with them after because I I got like a fifty on one of the tests first time I've ever failed an actual <laughs> test, I was like, bro, I need help. And so we would walk through and I'd be like, okay, so what did I get wrong here? He would explain. And then I'd be like, so you know, and I'd strike up casual. I'm a great kiss up, <laughs> um, and I'm pretty <laughs> did sure that's you the give only. him. The, did you show him the secret handshake? He already knew it. Okay, there you go. He was an RA member. So, there you go. <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, oh my gosh, I had a, a, a question to kind of wrap things up. And I just blanked on it, um, but anyways, what's coming up that you're excited about?
1: Um, I honestly, for me, uh, there's we've got we've got some things. There's some things that God's just kind of been putting on my heart um, that I'm trying to figure out, and I'm gotcha. trying to I'm trying to uh, understand what what I need to do next. Uh, one of the things is I, I just have a heart for. Um, I want to I want to help train. Mm. The uneducated and under-resourced student pastors. Gotcha. I, I think I think there are a ton of guys out there who um, might be vi- bivocational. Yeah, might be uh, they were they were helping out in the student ministry one day, and the, the youth or the pastor comes up and says, "Hey, mm. you're great at this. Why don't you be our youth pastor?" Yeah, uh, and they have no clue what they're doing, and, yeah. and they're drowning sometimes. I would I would love to. Come alongside those guys. Yeah. And, and I don't know how yet. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, this is just a brand new for me. But yeah. Come alongside those guys and be able to resource them, be able to help them come up with a plan yeah. and, um, and, and to, to do student ministry well, to yeah. do a student ministry that glorifies and honors the Lord. Yeah. For and sure. so, um, so that that's just something, I, and that's that's in the very beginning stages. Right. That's that's kind of something that God's put on my heart, and I don't have a clue what to do with it yet. Yeah, uh, but but that's something uh, that's kind of coming up for me.
0: Sweet, that's awesome. Definitely be praying for that. And if you're listening and you have any interest in this, hit Shane up. Um, what, what's your Instagram handle? Is it, just it, Shane it It's all it's all Shane,
1: Sisk. Shane I think, Sisk. I think all my social media is Shane, Shane Sisk.
0: Just hit him up. S I S K. That's right. Um, so sweet. Oh, I remember the question. Uh, talking about podcasts, have you started the rise and fall of Mars Hill yet?
1: I have not. Uh, oh, you uh, got to Grant uh, has has recommended it to me, and I've heard more talk about it in our office than I think about I have any other podcast. And so i I've wild. I've, uh, I've put it on my list. But I have not started it yet. Yeah,
0: it's wild. And if you are listening, um, I would recommend it is called The Rise and Fall of Mars Hill, which that is Mars like the planet, space, hill, like a little mountain, H-I-L-L. It's about just there's a pastor uh, by the name of Mark Driscoll and his church. And it's quite literally about the rise and fall of this church and about leadership. And uh, it's crazy. What is in that podcast is crazy, but um, if you are a child, um, this is my official statement of saying: ask your parents before you listen. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, uh, Shane, thank you so much for being on. Uh, was thanks kind for of having me on. This is uh, great. Yeah, man. So, I'm just uh, I'm just glad to be considered one of your friends. You are, man. You are. I like it. You're one of the first guys that I got lunch with when yep. I was here. Yeah. Um, so, uh, anyways. Um, so, Shane, thanks for being on. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I do have t shirts available. I will post a picture of those because I still haven't yet. Um, and uh, if you want one, hit me up um, and uh, I'd be more than happy to get it out. If you live in the Nashville area, we can meet up. If you don't, I will be more than happy to mail it to you. Um, so, they're $20 plus shipping if you don't live here. So, anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. And I'll get you next week. All right, bye. Bye.